Welcome to the SportsCapping.com podcast with free handicapping advice, odds insights, picks, and predictions to help you beat the sports book. And now your hosts, Jack Jones and Brandon Lee. It's your host, Jack Jones, with the SportsCapping.com free pick podcast. We're on to week 17 NFL in the last full slate of these college football bowl games. Uh, Brandon Lee is going to be joining me today to give out six free picks. We'll have two bowl free picks for Saturday. We'll also have two NFL free picks for Sunday, along with two bonus NFL teasers. Uh, Brandon, thanks for coming back for our final podcast of 2020 and what's been a crazy year. I, I hope you had a good Christmas, man. Yeah, no problem, man. I really enjoy doing these and... Uh... No complaints here on the Christmas side. It was a lot of fun uh, with my one-year-old, you know, really getting to see him enjoy all the gifts he got. So, uh, you know, looking forward to New Year and getting uh, putting 2020 to rest. That's awesome, man. First Christmas, always really special. That's cool, man. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to get on to 2021, too, even though, I mean, it's been a great finish here in 2020. But uh, we went 4-2 and on the podcast last last week. Uh, I went 3-0. and Went on Liberty plus seven outright in college football. They upset Coastal Carolina 37-34. But it wasn't without drama. Liberty led the entire way but nearly blew it at the end. Uh, Coastal Carolina got a touchdown and a two-point conversion to tie it late. And then Liberty came down, drove it down the field inside the Coastal Carolina five-yard line in the final seconds. They're just trying to run out the clock but somehow fumbled the ball. Um, they should have just taken three knees and kicked a field goal with no time left. I don't know. I don't understand how it's ever that hard to do that. But instead, they were standing up and letting the uh, defenders come in and strip the ball away. Um, I thought there was they were, something. It was. Uh, I, how much were you sweating the overtime? Have to go for two, lose uh, by eight. There. I, I'm like, I'm like, it'd be bad enough. Well, I had a big bet on the money line too, so it was like oh, that. Wow. That was bad yeah. enough, but. If they would have lost by seven, even in overtime, yeah, would have been, been brutal. But luckily, um, Liberty got the ball first. Um, and you know, after that, I thought they were doomed in overtime, just because the mindset of your team right. is terrible. And then, you know, after uh, making a, let's say they had to delay a game penalty right before their field goal in overtime, and that's just showing that your heads are out of it. But they made the field goal and then held a Coastal Carolina to a field goal attempt and and uh, blocked it to preserve the victory that was a crazy one but um in the nfl one on the bears jaguars over 47 uh chicago nearly covered the over on their own with 41 points jaguars had 17 so they combined for 58 points there and my six point teaser on the steelers plus seven and a half and cowboys plus eight and a half one as well uh both teams won outright and so we didn't need the teaser lines very fortunate um steelers came back though had to have a big comeback out of the steelers to get that one um and unfortunately i know that uh that one hurt you and hurt our our uh record i was hoping we'd get the middle there uh please recap your uh picks uh from last week for the listeners brandon yeah i finished one and two uh as you mentioned uh gut-wrenching loss in the nfl on sunday with the colts minus one and a half i mean it looked as good as it could look early on uh colts led 21 to 7 at the half we're up 24 to seven with less than five minutes to play in the third quarter. Uh, next thing you know, blink of an eye, 11 minutes of game time, the lead was completely gone, and India ended up losing 24 to 28. Um, they'd given them a couple short fields there with turnovers. It was just really, really hard to watch that one uh, play out the way it did. Uh, and the NFL, for the NFL, also in the NFL, I had a three-team 10-point teaser on Sunday. Uh, you know, we cashed the Bucks on Saturday, teasing them from 10 to pick. Also nailed the Ravens 
but, you know, we had a really unfortunate thing happen with our Browns play, which we teased them from minus 10 to a pick. Um, Cleveland had their top four receivers and their starting left tackle all out of that game because of COVID. And they go on to lose uh, to the Jets outright. Uh, no way I would have used uh, Cleveland in that teaser had, you know, I known those circumstances. So you take that for what it is. Um, did end up salvaging uh, the week with a win on Oklahoma State uh, against Miami. They ended up winning by three. Uh, I thought I was for sure doomed for another uh, kick in the junk there as Oklahoma State led 21 to nothing early, let Miami back in. And it seemed like the Hurricanes had all the momentum, but luckily the Cowboys were able to get a couple stops when they needed late to preserve the victory. Yeah, man, that would have been brutal after being up twenty-one nothing. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad Oklahoma State got it done for you. Um, I liked your ten-point teaser as well. I use it in my uh, article I write every week with uh, my NFL teasers of the week. It was my favorite ten-point teaser too. So that was a bad break on the Browns um, getting the COVID issues. Um, we're still forty-eight, forty-two, and four this season through sixteen weeks on the Free Pick Podcast. I'm twenty-seven, seventeen, and one. Brandon twenty-one, twenty-five, and two. Uh, 244 wins, 188 losses, 15 pushes last five season, 56.5% winners, $1,000 per game, betters up over 37,000. Uh, Brandon, give the listeners some uh, premium pick streaks they should know about. Yeah, uh, you know, just want to mention uh, closing out 2020 uh, with, a, you know, another profitable year. And, and I'm really proud of that given all the difficulties that this season has, you know, brought us with, you know, COVID and just so much different handy ways you have to handicap. Uh, this year with you not knowing who's going to play and if they'll even the games will be played and going into Wednesday uh, tonight's uh, action number 18 across all sports at sports capping 1,000 players up over 20,000 uh, 156 122 56 percent run on all top plays this year currently the number five ranked college football capper for this season working on a 58 percent 58 38 run last 96 college football picks also red hot in the NFL, 13-8, and eight, 67% uh, over my last 21 on the pro gridiron. Uh, you know, really sad that football is coming to, to an end here, but I, I'm confident the Providence won't, uh, the profits won't stop. Uh, I, I really enjoy handicapping both the NBA and college basketball and have uh, brought home uh, to my clients over 70K in profits on the hardwood since 2016. Awesome, man. Uh, great year, and uh, congratulations on that. Um... 21 winning cards last 21, 26 days for me. A huge finish to 2020. 71, 44 all sports run since November 26. 41 and 18 bowl run over the past couple seasons. Five and one start to this bowl season. 12 and four NFL run the last three weeks. I have a 25 star bowl game of the year up for Thursday, and I also have my 25 star NFL game of the year on Sunday. Uh, seven day pass or 180 bucks get you all my winners over the next week. Uh, all right, Brandon, let's get on to the free picks. What's your bowl free pick for Saturday? Let's do it. Uh, I'm going to take the Kentucky Wildcats minus two and a half over the NC State Wolfpack in Saturday's Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. I think a lot of people are going to look at this matchup and wonder why a four and six Kentucky team is favored over an NC State team that finished eight and three and were are currently ranked number 23 in the country. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say Kentucky is a great team or anything like that, but I don't think there's any debate that the Wildcats played the much tougher schedule. NC State's only win over a Power 5 team that finished the year with a winning record was a 30-29 victory at Pitt, who finished up the year at 6-5, a game they had no business winning as they were outgained 503-398. to 
in their three losses. They lost by 21 to Virginia Tech, by 27 to North Carolina. And they did have a three-point loss to Miami. Uh, you might be thinking a three-point loss to the Hurricanes isn't that bad. You know, it's actually respectable. But they had no business only losing by three. They were outgained 620 to 410 in that game. Uh, Kentucky, six losses, all against SEC teams. Four of those on the road against Alabama, Florida, Auburn, and Missouri, who all finished 500 or better in league play. Uh, they also lost at home to Georgia. The only bad loss, if you want to call it that, is a one-point loss at home to Ole Miss. I, I think NC State would have been lucky to win two games against Kentucky's schedule this year. Um, I, I could see people maybe being concerned with Kentucky's offense, given the fact that they come into this game averaging just 21.7 points per game and 312 yards per game. But you have to factor in uh, the schedule that this team has played. When they've gone up against weaker teams, this offense has actually been really good. They put 41 up against Ole Miss, 34 against Tennessee, 38 against Vandy, 41 against South Carolina. I'm confident that they're going to be able to move the ball here with relative ease against an NC State defense that we saw give up 40 or more points in four games this season. Uh, I also love the fact that this the Wildcats are, are 100% buying into this bowl game. They've got some NFL guys on this team that could have easily passed on this game. I mean, there's not a lot of incentive for a, a four-win team to go to a bowl game and show up, but they got all their guys coming in. They're 100% invested in this one, and, and finding a way to get their, his team fired up for a bowl game is nothing new for Kentucky head coach Mark Stoops. Uh, Wildcats have covered each of the last three years. Uh, last year, they beat Virginia Tech 37-30 to as a two-point dog. In 2018, they beat number 13 Penn State 27-24 as a six-point dog. And in 2017, they lost by just one uh, to number 20 Northwestern as a seven-point dog. I, I think we're getting a gift here with Kentucky laying less than a field goal. Uh, give me the Wildcats minus two and a half. Yeah, man, I almost always go with the SEC over the ACC in bowl games, too. It's been a bad look for the ACC so far, too, with Miami losing to Oklahoma State, Wake Forest to Wisconsin, uh, Kentucky played the much tougher schedule, which is that's what stood out to me most in this one as well. You pretty much nailed that. Um, six losses all came to teams that were 500 or better outside the loss to Ole Miss, who was 4-5, and five, you know, losing to Alabama, Florida, Georgia. Three best teams in the SEC is you know, nothing wrong with that. Uh, NC State is a team I think the Wildcats can handle. Um, like you said, NC State didn't really beat a good team all season. Best win was probably Liberty. They had a, to block a field goal in the last play of the game to to win that one. So they're they're fraudulent. They have a fraudulent eight and three record for sure. I think Kentucky favorite for good reason here. If I'm playing it, taking Kentucky as well. Yeah, I definitely like to hear that. You could just. You just got to – I love the motivation here with Kentucky. I, I really like that they're, you know, the fact that they didn't have guys sit out. This is a team that, you know, I really thought, you know, would have some guys because they got some good players on that team. Yeah, they do. Uh, definitely been waiting till you know, a day or two before to release bull picks this season just because – Getting out of hand. You got to know who's sitting out and who's not. Uh, so it's just an adjustment you got to make. So yeah, it's pretty impressive. They're, they're not sitting out anybody that's awesome, uh, for them. And, uh, I just think they're the more talented team there. Um, I'm going to go with Iowa state minus four over Oregon in the Fiesta bowl. Uh, Cyclones have a sour taste in their mouths from losing to Oklahoma in the big 12 championship. 
And especially after getting blown out by Notre Dame in their bowl game last year, I have no doubt they'll be motivated here. I do question Oregon's motivation coming off the Pac-12 championship with their 31-24 win over USC. But that was one of the most misleading finals you'll ever see. Oregon only managed uh, 243 total yards against USC, but they forced three turnovers. And the Ducks were upset as 13-point favorites by Oregon State and as 9-point favorites by Cal. In their final two games of the regular season, they were basically gifted a a spot in the Pac-12 championship, didn't deserve it, took advantage of it, but didn't play as good as the score showed against USC. So basically three straight games where they've not not played well, and the Pac-12 is way down this season. And we saw Big 12 versus Pac-12 matchup already end up in a – Heavy in the Big 12's favor when Texas crushed Colorado 55-23 to on Tuesday. And I think we see more of the same here with Iowa State crushing Oregon on Saturday. Yeah, this is a tough one for me. I, I, I'm not as convinced as you are that Iowa State is going to be 100% you know, ready to play this game. Uh, you know, I just, I get that, you know, the Oklahoma loss is, you know, uh, to a good team. And that was, you know, the Sooners playing with revenge. But that was such a massive game for that Iowa State program. Cyclones haven't won a conference title in more than 100 years. Only two conference titles that they have won were back in 1911 and 1912 as members of the Missouri Valley Intercollegiate Athletic Association. I I know playing in a New Year's Six is a big deal, but I I just think they would be a lot more determined to really showcase what they had had they been able to pull off that win over Oklahoma, which, you know, they almost did, you know, getting the ball back late in that game. Uh, Oregon, I, I don't really trust them either, which is why I'm, I'm just not really sold on, I haven't really invested anything on either side so far. Uh, you know, the ducks, you know, the win over USC definitely wasn't as impressive as the score may have led on, but this is an Oregon team that's playing with house money right now after, you know, only getting into this game because, uh, Washington not being able to play in the PAC 12 title game. Uh, I just, yeah, I, I'm not really there for either side here. I, I, I like to really have an edge and motivation, and I just don't know that there is one here. Yeah, that's understandable. The big thing, the main reason I think Iowa State will be motivated is because they got blown out by Notre Dame in their bowl last year. They, they do have a lot of seniors too, so I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, that's, that's really it. I mean, it might be one I look to in play, like just kind of try to get a feel for what Iowa State, you know, the the energy level for them early on. And so I think if they bring it, they they definitely should cover this number. Yep. All right, man. Now let's move on to the NFL. What do you like? I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers uh, minus five and a half on the road against the Chicago Bears. I just think this is too good a price to pass up with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Uh, I know the Bears need a win to ensure that they make the playoffs, but this game is every bit as important to Green Bay, uh, who needs a win to lock up the number one seed and a first round bye in the playoffs. I, I just don't see a Packers team that comes in having won five straight, uh, losing a game of this magnitude. Uh, I'm sure there will be people looking to take the points with Chicago at home uh, as they see a Bears team that has, you know, all of a sudden seemed to figure out their offense since uh, reinserting Mitch Trubisky uh, back in the starting role. Uh, I'll be the first to say I don't think the Bears offense was capable of scoring 30 points, 30 or more points in four straight games, but they've done it. Um, but you also have to look at who it came against. Um, the, the, the four games where they've, you know, really scored and moved the ball has come against four of the worst defensive teams in the league in the lions, Texans, Vikings, and Jaguars, Houston, Detroit, and Jacksonville rank 30th, 31st, and 32nd in total defense. 
all giving up more than 411 yards per game. Minnesota's not far back at 27th. All four teams also rank in the bottom seven in uh, points allowed on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Green Bay is not an elite defensive team by any means, uh, but they had Chicago, held Chicago's offense to uh, just 10 points through three quarters back in week 12. The Bears were able to add a couple garbage touchdowns late to finish with 25, but both of those came after the Packers were up 31 points. Aaron Rodgers threw for four touchdowns in that game. Green Bay put up 41 points. Uh, And I just think when you factor in who the the Bears have beat up against over this last month, uh, there's no reason that the Packers can't win this game by at least a touchdown. I I think they not only do that, but likely uh, win this one going away. Uh, Give me uh, Green Bay minus five and a half. Yeah, it's like we compared notes, but we didn't here because I have a couple of those stats uh, that you mentioned. Uh, Green Bay's, the big thing for me is Green Bay's last four trips to the NFC Championship game have all been on the road. So they're on a mission to make sure they get that first round by and home field advantage in the playoffs. Uh, they're playing like it with five straight wins by an average of 14.2 points per game. And uh, I think that now they finished the deal here against Chicago. Bears definitely getting some respect now after going 3-0 straight up, 3-0 against the spread the last three. That that The stat that you mentioned, for the last four defenses they've faced, 27th or worse in the NFL. Uh, Packers definitely improved on defense this season. Won that first meeting 41-25, but it was 41-10 entering the fourth quarter, so they called off the dogs. Um, definitely in no hurry to step in front of the Packers with the way they're playing right now. So it's Green Bay air pass for me, Brandon. Yeah, and a couple other things I want to touch on real quick. Uh Mitch Trubisky, that was his first game back as a starter, so it's not like we're comparing Foles, a Foles offense to a Trubisky offense. Uh, he was in for that game. And you also got to factor in Aaron Rodgers. I, he's got the MVP on the line in this game. Green Bay loses this. He probably loses the MVP. He shows up, and they win, and win, you know, by a touchdown, I would say, or, you know, just really show well here. Uh, he's got that locked up. I, I just don't see him giving it away. Uh, so... Uh, this is one I like quite a bit, and I, I'm surprised to see as much money on the Bears as I've seen so far. It's crazy the chemistry him and Devontae Adams have right now. Um, they're just, I mean, they're just in sync, man. It's special, yeah. It's impressive to watch. Um, I'm going to go with Washington minus one and a half at Philadelphia, the Sunday night game. Washington wins the NFC East with a win against the Eagles here and so they'll obviously be max motivated I question the Eagles motivation after just getting eliminated from playoff contention with their 20 point loss at Dallas last week uh, the Eagles have now lost six of the last seven games overall and their injury situation is just awful right now I mean they led 14 to 3 at Dallas before Fletcher Cox went out with a stinger and Dallas outscored them 34 to 3 the rest of the way Cox probably won't be back this week and he's their most important player on defense um, the Eagles are missing a handful of guys in the secondary as well, too. Uh, the Cardinals and Cowboys have both torched them the last two weeks. The Cardinals had 526 yards against them. The Cowboys had 513 yards against them. That's just awful. Uh, Philadelphia defense currently, the way it's constructed, may be the worst in the NFL right now. So uh, Washington's likely to get Alex Smith back at quarterback this week. And uh, Washington's 10-5 and with Smith as a starter compared to 6-26 and with everyone else. Over the last few seasons, I don't think um, they would have let Dwayne Haskins go if they didn't know Smith would return this week. So then there's a chance they get their top receiver, Terry McLaurin, back as well. Running back Antonio Gibson's back healthy. So the matchup is a good one for this Washington offense. But it's a Washington defense that 
that really gets me excited to back this team again. Uh, Washington's held six straight opponents, 20 points or fewer. They gave up they give up just 21 points per game this season. Held the Eagles to 17 points, 265 total yards in their first meeting this season, a 27-17 victory. Also forced three turnovers. Philadelphia 0-6 against the spread the last six games, off an upset loss as a road favorite. Uh, Washington 4-2 straight up, 5-1 against the spread the last six games overall. The two games they lost came with Haskins as a starter, and they were still competitive in both games with a five-point loss to Seattle, seven-point loss to Carolina. Upset the Cowboys, Steelers, and 49ers with Smith at quarterback. Even Taylor Heineke gave him a spark off the bench when he replaced Haskins last week. They're good enough to win with Heineke if for some reason Smith can't go. But I recommend uh, getting this bet in early because when they announce Smith as a starter, it's going to be Washington minus three probably. So I like this right now quite a bit, Washington minus one. Yeah, uh, I would definitely lean Washington in this one. Um, I I guess the only thing, I I, I don't love a team that had a chance to clinch and failed to do so against a four-win Panthers team that just – Kind of rubs me the wrong way, but then you also have to factor in um, that was without Alex Smith, and all signs do point to him playing, which, um, like you said, will definitely move this number a little bit. Uh, I, the one thing here is I, I've really been impressed with Jalen Hurts. I, I mean, I thought they should go to him instead of, uh, you know, keep sending out Carson Wentz. It's awful that he had been, but. I did not expect this from Hurts. He's thrown for 680 yards and four touchdowns in his last two games. He's rushed for 238 yards and three scores, or uh, not three scores, and his three starts. You know, if there's one thing that can negate all that talent Washington has on the defensive line, it's his mobility. I don't know if it'll be enough, uh, you know, like you said, given all the injuries that this Eagles team has. Um, I'll probably be on Washington in this one. I'm just a little concerned at the moment, but. Uh, I definitely think you're probably on the right side here. Yeah, I just motivation wise, that Philadelphia it's a division rival, so Philadelphia might show up. But I, I always like going against those teams that the week after they've just been eliminated from right. the playoffs. So and I mean their injury situation couldn't be worse right now. They're missing is. a lot more than clocks on the defense too. They got yeah. a bunch of defensive guys out. Yeah, like five guys in the secondary. It's crazy. Um all right, let's give the listeners a couple NFL teaser winners. Brandon, what's your favorite teaser this week? Yeah, uh, these teasers have not been uh, well for me, but I'm going to keep firing away uh, one last time, I guess. Well, I guess I get some shots maybe in the playoffs, but uh, I'm going to take the Packers. I'm going to double down on them. I'm going to take them from minus – this is a two-team six-pointer, by the way. I'm going to take them from minus five-and-a-half uh, to plus a half. Just need them to win the game outright. And then I'm going to take the Broncos uh, plus two-and-a-half uh, to plus eight-and-a-half against the Raiders. I, I really, I know this is a game between two teams that uh, have nothing to play for, but it is a rivalry, and I just don't see uh, Ra- the Raiders showing up at all uh, after the way that they've lost their last two games, especially last week to Miami. I, I just think this team has got to be about as deflated as you can be. Yeah, they even said so afterwards. Uh, Carr said it was the worst loss he's ever suffered. Uh, so yeah, I like that. I like that pick. Uh, definitely think the Packers win and. You know, that that Broncos game should be decided by one score or Broncos win the game. Um, I'm going to do a 10-point teaser on the Broncos or the Browns pick them. Panthers plus 16.5, Washington plus 8.5. Teasing the Browns from minus 10 down to pick against the Steelers. Steelers are resting almost all their starters. The Browns find a way to lose that game. I'll just – it would be a total Browns thing to do, but – Yes, it would. <laughs> but uh, – 
I think they win the game. Uh, the Panthers from plus six and a half up to plus sixteen and a half against the Saints. Uh, Panthers have been competitive down the stretch. Just stay within two touchdowns here, and I'm doubling up on my free pick on Washington as well, teasing them from minus one and a half to plus eight and a half against the Eagles. Uh, Eagles aren't blowing anybody out, so uh, if we don't get them on the spread, which I think we will, anyways, I think we'll get them on the teaser. Yeah, I like that one. All right, Brandon, please let the listeners know where they can follow you uh, on Twitter to get more free picks. Yeah, you can follow me at B Lee Sports Picks. I know you got. Uh, I know you post a lot of good teaser stuff on there that does. Yeah, I does. did. I did hit a three-team ten-pointer um, that I had posted on Sunday, as well a few other free plays I posted for that uh, NFL and some other some college and NBA. So, you know, can't win them all. Unfortunately, the ones I just give on the podcast. I know. It's hard to just pick one, man. It's hard to just pick one, and you know I bet more than one teaser a week too. So um, it's hard to pick just one to put on the podcast. But yeah, it's it's just how it goes sometimes. Uh, our my Twitter handle is at uh, BetFirmsJack. Uh, you can find more free picks on, on the daily for me there with uh, analysis and everything. Um, give out one free pick a day. Um, Happy New Year, Brandon. Uh, the plan yeah, will New Year too. you too, man. Uh, the plan is to do a a basketball free pick podcast starting soon in uh, 2021. Are you game for that? I'm game. All right. We'll probably do a Tuesday night podcast that gives out free picks for a Wednesday slate of games. Same thing we did last year. Does that, that sound like a good plan to you, man? Hey, I, I love a little hardwood action and uh, uh, I love doing these podcasts and, you know, I'm ready to uh, get, you know, turn this record around a little bit. It's been a rough year on the gridiron for me. Well, on the podcast, on, just in, on the podcast. You know, but, yeah. you know I, I just hate losing and I really want to win for everyone. And it's just it really the teasers have killed me. But it has been that. almost all the teasers. So like and I mean, you look at our record, 244 wins, 188 losses last five seasons. So, I mean, it's a proven track record. We've had I mean, all of our followers know the ones that have been around for a long time. know we we give out consistent, consistent winners. Um you're going to have cold streaks every once in a while. Everybody does. I do too. And, uh, it's just how it goes, but yeah, we're, we're out. We're trying to win for you guys as much as you can, as we can. And, uh, that's why we keep doing these podcasts too. give them out for free. These are premium picks that we bet ourselves too. And just giving them yeah, out to you guys. No, for no free. but you don't, only, you only get these premium plays either by paying for them or, you know, listening to the podcast. So. Exactly. And Not uh, like we're just giving out a feeler on these. Nope. Nope, playing them ourselves, too. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone, though, and uh, sign up for a premium package from Brandon and I at sportscapping.com or betfirm.com. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, too, and uh, good luck with all your bets over the, the holiday weekend here. Thanks for listening to the sportscapping.com podcast. For more free picks and predictions, be sure to visit us at sportscapping.com.